faces and places. Okay, hello everyone. We're in Porto. It's 9.34 in the morning and today we have a very interesting guest, uh, Damiano. <laughs> Damiano, right? Yes, I I'm Damiano. <laughs> and today we're gonna talk about spirituality and it's a guy <laughs> who I've met on the street and basically he did the tarot for me so i was very curious about his life and i thought that it's going to be a very interesting topic to listen and i don't know the whole history of that guy who he is it's like the second meeting but i'm pretty sure that it's going to be very interesting so hi damiano <laughs> hello masa nice to be here how are you how do you feel I feel, uh, yeah, excited what, what you want to talk about and uh, look forward to this amazing opportunity. <laughs> yeah, I hope that you won't hear a lot of different sounds. Sorry for that. We're in the cafe. But it's also for you to feel the atmosphere of the city. Yeah, as I mentioned, we're in Porto. And now the tram is coming. Okay, so we're talking to Damiano and my first question, as always, how do you consider yourself? Who are you in that life? Who am I? Uh, that's a great question I started following and I came to the conclusion I'm many people and uh, above all I'm asked to be myself, so I try to do that. Myself. Yeah, wow, that's an amazing answer. I haven't heard that before. Yeah, uh, I, I don't find that that's surprising because uh, these days we all try to be someone else instead of ourselves because we are told, like, I don't know, be this superstar, this rock star, this, this president banker or whatever, but rarely nobody tells you be yourself. Yeah, and we will tell. <laughs> <laughs> to be yourself, guys. <laughs> Those ones who are listening to that podcast. It's very important, by the way. Yes. But maybe you can open to us a few of your personalities. <laughs> well, recently, as you noticed, uh, I sit in Porto, give tarot readings to people on the streets just to um, give them a piece of light on their way ahead. Normally the people who come to me have somehow lost the belief in themselves or hope for their path ahead or they need some kind of nudge to, to go their way and um, then the universe sends you to me to hear whatever you need to hear to go your way and find your smiles. And uh, I, I happily embraced that job because it's just amazing. You sit on the streets, you make people happy, smile and yeah, liberate them from whatever they carry and what hinders them from moving forward. Yeah, do you usually tell them good things or how do you tell them if you see that on tarot because it also happened some bad things or tarot is very kind and it never hurts people? Um, I sit there and tell people the truth. I try to make it as kind of as possible because sometimes the truth is, hey, you, you keep fucking your head up and uh, that keeps you in a bad state because you use your mind to make yourself small all the time. So the only solution out of this is to stop doing that and start making yourself big with your mind because your mind is there to path your way, way ahead and not to cut yourself and make yourself small. And... Uh, in a way, that's a harsh message, but those people who come to me are, are ready to hear it that way and then they, they are happy to hear because they are making themselves small in their head and that's their problem. So uh, having someone who, who tells you that can liberate you, but um, that's, that's why I like this 
the setup with the tarot um, because uh, the universe makes sure the people who come really are ready to hear that and then I, I can just tell you the truth and know that you will receive it and smile from it and not well in some cases you cry because it's, it, it makes you happy <laughs> it reminds me of someone but, uh, <laughs> They are happy tears and I'm fine with them. And yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And uh, like, that's the message you've told me as well. And I think nowadays, like the events in the world, like maybe politicians, like a lot of basically cir cir circumstances are making us small and like letting us feel that strong fear and just block ourselves like and like do nothing like basically just just because of some fear and like I don't know fear of the future yeah I totally agree so that's the notice of today's also podcast just feel big yeah feel like a big and great human yes and uh, especially you said it, if you look at the world, at, at news especially, uh, there's all be afraid of this, be afraid of that, don't do this, hate this. And for me, th there has, has emerged this kind of easy formula. If anyone tells you, be afraid of this, look at it and see what they want to hide behind the fear instead. Because fear is always there to hide something, which could be a truth that liberates you. but. When I just point out the fear, you are too afraid to look and you will keep running instead of looking at the truth you are running from. Yeah. So there, there, there's a system to this whole fear and hatred bullshit because it creates these cycles where we make each other small and we stay small instead of just empowering each other and liberating us. Yeah, but we're huge and everyone is like a unique creature of nature. That's basically what I started to realize last, not last days, last weeks, that how unique nature is and at the same time we're creatures like of the nature, so like each of us is also like unique and we have to realize it, like to don't be that small uh, creatures, but like huge and like respect ourselves and others, like to don't let anyone feel like that. That's why we're recording that podcast. <laughs> yeah, just to let you understand that. Okay, tell me, how did you start your journey with Tarot? Like, was it um, from, from the beginning of your life or like it just recently happened to you? How, how did you meet them? How did they come to you? <laughs> um, funnily, I, I was reminded last summer that I had a tarot deck when I was a kid somewhere in high school already because back then I, I dipped my toes in those topics but uh, somehow I, I decided I just stay on the science side because uh, that, that was my, my safe zone. I, I understood science, it made sense. And, uh, but which kind of science? Which like, Science, everything. 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 Okay. I, I started with like six years uh, teaching myself how to read and then I went to the public library reading through physics, chemistry, whatever I could get my hands on uh, to, to learn about the world, literally. And um, I, I stayed in the science world for quite a long while. Until how old are you? I'm 36. 36? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Wow, you, you doesn't look like that. Honestly. Yeah, that, that's a funny shift that, that happened because um, back then I w when I was the science guy, I always looked like 10 years older and these days it has, has kind of reversed. Um, that, that's a funny shift that came with this shift. But um, at some point last year, uh, we have to wait for the prom. Uh, there was this point where, where the universe literally was telling me like, hey, yeah, your, your science world is fine, but quantum physics opens up so many doors and so many other dimensions that have energy. And now we're going to open up those doors and we're going to explore them. And uh, a month later, I got my first tarot deck again and started exploring. And um, to be honest, then last month, two months ago, there, there was this phase where I was uh, tired of corporate jobs, wanted to do my own thing and was sitting there like, how can I make some money from all the things I have? And uh, there was this little voice in my head telling me, like, just do tarot readings on the streets. Uh, that works for you. And uh, it works for me. And it 
brings people happy smiles, it gives healing, and it's amazing. Yeah, just to to explain that, like Damiano is, we've met yeah on the streets, and like he's just doing sarot and giving people smiles and happy tears. I would say. Yes, <laughs> I, I hope so at least. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe sometimes they're like a bit, you know, bitter, but you know. Happy tears taste much better. Uh, sometimes they are like the regret that you uh, collected for not taking decisions that would have made you smile. And then at some point you realize, hey, I could have all these smiles, but I kept myself from having these smiles. So they are good tears because they let all that regret that you just collected and put somewhere on a big mountain go away. Yeah, okay, just a second. That's what we're gonna cut. <laughs> uh, do you think uh, that it's important, like, to cry and to have that catharsis, or it's possible just to have uh, only smile in your life? Tough question. Um, I think even even when you only have smiles, uh, there are also tears because I learned uh, a certain degree of smiles automatically makes you uh, cry. Um, but um, you cannot really fully enjoy and explore life if you only see the happy side. So that's, that's why we move in these cycles, so we can experience both sides always. And um, that's, that's the part we keep forgetting. It's important to see both sides to have the whole picture. And when we just focus on the bad or the good sides, we cut half of the picture away. And we cannot integrate everything we've learned because we cut out half of the experience. Yeah, because like if we have, for example, only white side, and if we are not gonna put the black, like close to that, we are not. We won't realize that it's white, right? Yes. If you look at a photo, if you have a photo that's just pure light, it's boring. If you have a photo that's pure black, it's boring. You need both light and shadow to make a photo and a composition that creates a beautiful image and that's kind of what this world does we just need to take the perspectives that yeah make us see this middle path and not only one side of the coin yeah so like you are basically the scientist so like a lot of scientists doesn't like believe on spirituality and like the tarot and they say that it's like all all of that it's like the lie and we basically there are no uh, scientific proofs of that mm -hmm. like do you have any proofs like to explain people why it works or like because like for me tarot it's it's not even about predicting your future or like it's more about uh, cards for letting yourself like deep dive inside yourself and find that answer and Am I correct, or it works like in a different way? No, that, that's How exactly does it work? what it does, and why I smile about people who ask, like, can you predict my future? Yes, in a way, I also could do that with the cards, because um, future is kind of this unrealized potential we carry in front of us, which can also be read like like the now but uh, the far more valuable thing is to get this mirror of yourself in the now that shows you the things that you don't want to look at because that's something we consciously or subconsciously do there are things inside that we don't want to look at and that block us from moving ahead because we don't want to acknowledge them as being there so that's in the end what the cards do they I, I read your energies you. in a way, project them into cards, and the, those cards make up a story that then helps you to see those things you don't want to see and accept them so you can work on them and overcome them. Mm -hmm. And um, But do you think that our like destiny and the future is predicted already or we can change it? Like how, how in that world it works? Because, I don't know, for example, the thing that we're sitting, like, that we've met on the street and, like, that we're sitting here, is it, like, was it, like, already predicted or still, like, you know, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, or it wasn't, like, predicted, like... Um, it's, it's kind of predicted, but it's, it's more premediated, uh, like... Mm -hmm. 
the universe gives you opportunities based on what frequency and energies you carry and embody that will help you on your way ahead to unfold your being in the end, to learn what you need to learn and to have the experience that your soul decided to have in the end, to learn the things she wants to learn. And that means the universe will kind of take care of creating opportunities and then give you the choice what you make out of the, those opportunities. And there's kind of where this angel-devil part on your shoulders comes in because every time you have one of these opportunities, you have the, the good opportunities whispering in one ear and then you have your fears and whatever whispering into your other ear and being like, no, 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 don't do this. And then we can decide which of these two voices to follow, either on ways that liberate us or ways that put us deeper into our cages. And that's how we kind of decide for ourselves whether we want to create heaven or hell for ourselves. How to understand, like, where is which voice? Because sometimes, you know, it's hard to understand, like, which, which part of us we have to listen. Uh, yes and no. Hmm? Yes and no. Um, we try to listen to so many of these voices and think they are the ones and become confused. But in the end, um, that's what clarity is. Finding the one voice inside of you that stays there when you send away all other energies, kind of. Um, that's that's been, been literally one of my main processes for the last year, uh, cleaning and purifying my energy by, by sending everything away that's not me in, in many ways and, and doing it over and over again to to just crystallize out this this part of me that is me. But if we don't do that, we carry all those voices of people who tell us what we should be and how we should be and whatever. And then we have this, this mix of voices in our head that we are completely confused about because we think they are all us. And um, that makes this this game a bit harder because we haven't learned to really filter and purify our inner voice a lot so okay it's about basically what you've said from the beginning like about being yourself yes. and it's like listening to your own voice yeah it's really hard like because like for example we grew up with our parents which are always and aware a part of our voice and it's like it's quite often like talking inside of us mm -hmm. And it's really sometimes hard to realize if it's my voice or it's like my dad saying that for me. There's a, a simple rule of thumb that gives you a clear hint in most cases. Is it a voice that makes you small, tells you you cannot do something, you are not worth it or whatever? Then it's someone else's voice because you can do it, you are worth it. And whatever you want to achieve, you can achieve. You just want to have to go there. And I have goosebumps now. Yes, because, because you know it's the truth. That's yes. the funny thing about keeping to your truth and speaking it. Other people know you're speaking the truth. And that's kind of my whole trick. I just keep speaking the truth. And that's that way people actually just feel it's the truth. And it, it has been one of the most amazing upgrades in my life because there were times when I was sitting there trying to explain the world to people and going mad because they don't want to listen and, and nobody nobody wants to understand kind of and that, that puts you in weird places but at some point I learned by just being and, and honestly being yourself this game changes so much because you don't need to explain all these things because people just know they are right and then it becomes so easy. <laughs> Great tip. And so, like, where, why, why Portugal? Because you're, you're not Portuguese, right? <laughs> no. Um, uh, well, um, um, my, my, my guides and stuff, all these, these ephemeral entities are quite active and were quite active even before I realized. Um, looking back, I noticed how, how my YouTube recommendation algorithm, for example, was influenced in, in certain ways to show me certain content that makes me think about certain things and, and adapt certain patterns. And stuff. It's, it's amazing. Um, and one of the things was an Instagram ad when I was tired of Germany and, and the situation there. 
being like, hey, come to Lisbon, work for, uh, I don't want to name company name, uh, mm -hmm. uh, enjoy Lisbon and get an apartment for us for uh, call center work in the well, end. Is it teleperformance? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've seen that ad. <laughs> I tell the performance, your targets works well. <laughs> yes, and, and in my case, they work for the universe because the uh, universe wanted me to be in Portugal, but not with teleperformance. So I, I had to take the opportunity to come to Portugal and then realize I want to stay in Portugal and do other things. Uh, and... Uh, Yeah, later I, I was asked to move to Porto, which which happened in more subtle ways. But by then I had to learn to listen to those guys giving me uh, my orders from above and uh, things became easier. But uh, yeah, that, that's how I came to Portugal and learned that I'm following a path that I'm not aware of following and should become aware so of. So for how long are you staying here? Like, uh, like it's since over when? Two years now. Uh, two years. I came in August 2020. Okay. In the middle of the pandemic. Whoa! So you might really like that amazing country. Yes, it's it's amazing. I'm I'm not lying when I say Portugal is a magical country. It is. I I I, I totally understand what you mean. Okay, that's pretty interesting. So you start your tarot experience like around one year ago. Of course, you had the signs. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, who were you before? Like, what did you do? <coughs> And yeah, that's like that's the first question. Like, what did you do before? And the second question, if you were happy with that, what you done before? <laughs> um, from my science background, I went into uh, bioinformatics uh, at university, which um, didn't happen in the end because of uh, political games with uh, study fees and stuff where my parents were, oh, it's too expensive. So um, I dropped that one, became a programmer in the end and went on a journey as an IT consultant in uh, fancy companies. Uh, where I learned many things and ignored the one most important thing, which was like, technology isn't your thing to work with, humans are your things to work with. But I was this guy, I was sitting in technology and trying to understand the human decisions happening around me and went crazy on them and, and, and went down bad rabbit holes uh, of darkness uh, that made me learn lots of things about myself. Uh, But yeah, in the end, it, it uh, was this wave of uh, new projects, uh, amazing new perspectives, and then uh, slowly sinking back into a reality of, no, this is kind of the same corporate swamp I am used to, and uh, the swamp doesn't want to be cleaned, so let's just move to somewhere else. And after several of those attempts, uh, my 2019 was not so great. Like It started with my sister and dad dying with four weeks apart, and then everything else went uh, the same direction and uh, at the end of 2019 I was running around with a camera in the forest being like uh, worlds just let me be and I take pictures and photos and you do your stuff I do my stuff and um, yeah that's uh, that was my happiness in Germany no not, not that much because I completely was living against my own design kind of not against but, but i was not fully embracing my own human design and not not doing what i was here to do for so um yeah and sitting on the streets giving people healing changed that a lot <laughs> yeah but maybe thanks that experience like now you are here as well like yeah yes so you you weren't really happy with that and and That's basically also like the question if like those corpus, like corporations big which are getting people like who work for us. Can we say that's like it's bad or good, for example? Because like for me it's like something like when you go into corpo kinda I feel that people are, are losing the feeling of the taste of the life because they're kind of becoming a bit robotic and it's like it makes us small mm -hmm. because you 
it's hard to feel big, like being just a small part of the huge corporation, for example. So, like, how to survive then? <laughs> well, um, it it's it's not per se good or bad. It's um, a beautiful thing about us humans. We create many tools, and then we can decide how we use that tool. Kitchen knives are the best example. I can make a beautiful dinner with a kitchen knife or stab the neighbor. It's the same tool. I just decide how to use it. Um, the same goes for corporate entities. Um, if I run a corporation where my goal is to keep the status quo and protect my power, I just create an environment where I keep people small and be wheels inside this machinery that I control. That yeah, uh, puts people in cages, makes them little hamsters in wheels, and they run the big machine. Um, that's not a healthy way to live because it means you, in, in, in almost every case, it means there's a human not living anywhere close to his or her potential, and it's, in the end, a waste of human potential, to be harsh. Um, and then there are corporate entities which are a bit rare, which try to counteract this and enable people to live their potential and unfold. Um, they are great entities and help humanity a lot, but they are a bit rare and um, not spoken about that much because uh, that would give other people too much of a perspective how things could be different and then those, those little hamster wheel cages start hurting and people don't want to be there anymore. So um, you have to control the narrative and not go too deep into that rabbit hole to keep the system running and these things. So uh, it's, it's not corporations per se that are bad, it's how we use them to enable or disable people that makes them bad in the end. But at the moment, it's more the state of what you said, keeping people small and making them part of some machinery that's in you. Yeah. Wow, nice point. Like it. Um, you you had to like you had to work uh, with like technology as well, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, what is like more interesting to work with, like machines or people? Like, of course, I know the answer. That's like how that conception works, like working with machines and like with the technology, and working with with people. <laughs> um, to be harsh, there's no difference because we are also kind of machines. <laughs> but the machines were created by humans, isn't it? And who created humans? <laughs> yeah, so like it's like a closed circle. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't think about it. But yeah, answering to my question, I think. Is it easier to work with like technology and machines? I think it's kind of have its own script, so it's easy to follow. Um, but humans, I don't know if it's in, predictable. In, in isolation, uh, technology is easier, but the point is you, you never work in isolation on technology because it's so complex, you always have other humans working on technology too. So um, that, that kind of mixes up the whole game and comes to the same conclusion. You always have humans working there who have no clue what they are doing, but um, have some kind of authority, title or whatever that says I'm allowed to make decisions even though I have no clue about those decisions in any technical way and thus also no scope about the consequences of my decisions but my title says I have the authority so I make this decision and um, that that's, doesn't work so um, yeah. Okay, I got it. <laughs> cool. Well, then I have to... That's my favorite topic. I would like to talk about money. Money. Yeah, because... Um, yeah, it's very interesting topic like in regards to the energy itself. Because, um, for example, like doing the tarot, like you have the fixed price for that. Is it like important like to give something back? Like why it's, why it's important to give something back instead of like, I don't know, just using that opportunity to have the tarot? Or like, uh, is it, 
Is it easy to earn from that? It's just like an energy for you or like how do you treat money itself? Um, well, that's quite simple. Um, I tried this approach of just giving away all this healing I have to offer in other ways that were not terrible before and uh, not asking anything in return. And that just leads to a situation where I was sitting on a beach with a tent, no money at all, and uh, having to figure out how, how can I survive in a world that requires money to survive. And um, yeah, my way out, the universe proposed was through tarot, but in the end also, when someone gives something and you don't give back, you, you create an energetic imbalance. And that's something the universe also doesn't like too much. So you start accruing karma or other things that will, will make you pay in the end, in some way, shape or form. Um, because you're taking energy without giving anything back and that doesn't work so uh, if, if I just sit there and give people they they go away with bad karma in the end and yeah. have shit happen in the end because it, it wasn't any kind of balanced exchange so um, I'm sitting there taking money while being aware that uh, if you look at what I give the people for 10 euros in the end in a reading it's in many cases, a year of therapy or something around that ballpark. So other people get a good deal and, and I still have enough money to survive and, and make my way and, and find my way at the moment. So uh, I, yeah. I think it's a good deal so far. So like, is it enough to survive just doing what you do? It's enough to learn it at the moment because um, on good days I, I, I really make good money and uh, on bad days then like the last two days uh, I make nearly no money due to weather or other things and then you, you have the ups and downs we were talking about earlier to learn different things about money uh, that I haven't learned before yet so let's Let's learn them in a very quick succession with uh, two to three day cycles. And um, yeah, that's uh, currently what's happening. But I'm at this point where I can sustain myself and I, I, I can have food and smoke and, and have my coffees on nearly every day. So, so it's, it's better than most copper jobs I had, especially in Portugal, which is... Uh, Sad and amazing thing I learned, um, I make more money with what I do now than I did for Portuguese companies normally, because their, their wage level is kind of uh, yeah. abysmal. Oh, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> but do you think that just to don't... Yeah. <laughs> so, just to don't be afraid to lose money, like just to don't be afraid of money. I, I just hear somewhere that uh, I quote that you have just to lose them. Is it true? Like, is it true that because for me, money it's like great, like opportunity just to see the world, to share that with people. And and so on and so on. I don't know, also have the comfort life to be happy maybe more with some things. But at the same time, like when you don't appreciate the small things without them, it's like I think way way harder to appreciate them later. Like that is it true that like we have to be happy from the beginning without them to appreciate like them in our lives how how that concept works for you or not uh, definitely because uh, before I, I could even make money I had to, to transmute so many blocks and, and perspectives about money for myself I in the end come from this very anarchist money is evil uh, perspective and um, I, I despised and hated money for a very long time and um, had to come to the point to accept that money is a tool like everything else and it's up to us to decide how we use money or uh, how you put it, money is just energy in the end and um, since I took that perspective and then 
also with the happiness part started accepting when I'm not happy for myself, money doesn't change that. When I had my jobs in Germany being a consultant, you, 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 you get good money, but uh, even that good money didn't, didn't really make me happy because it, it was just money and not happiness. And they, they like kind of, they were kind of empty inside, right? Yes, exactly. It's uh, just hollow money in the end and uh, yeah, hollow energy. If, if you create it without passion, it, it has no passion inside. So you, you cannot trade it for passion because the, your passion has to come from your inside. And once it's there, you, you learn that it's not about money or whatever. And that money is just a great enabler and tool on that path, but not necessary. So... Yeah. Yeah, that's basically how it. That, that's like while you were saying that. That's what I realized that even working in corpo, like yeah, I was also getting like okay money. I would say like it's it's. I wouldn't say that it's never enough for me, but I always want more just to to be able to sh like also share with people and like to you know accumulating that energy, but like. They were kind of like, yeah, I was spending, okay, for flat, for like studies, that's that, that. And they were just disappearing, just easily. But when when you get money like with the with the energy inside, it's just like, you know, they're more stable in your life. And like you attract more and more. So that's kind of interesting system, I would say. Yes, but I would uh, even dare to call it not stable. It's just flowing more freely, so you just have easier access to the flow. Yeah, you are right. But how to attract money in your life, <laughs> or <laughs> to attract them? We haven't. <laughs> we shouldn't attract them. <laughs> um, that's something very essential. I've learned with my tarot journey when I sit there and. I'm, I'm sitting there with a few intention of let me make money, let me make money. There will be no money or, or well, the, the universe will normally be kind enough to give me the amount of money that I just need to get by. Um, if I sit there and tell the universe, hey, I'm sitting here with all my healing, whoever needs this healing or wants to support it, send them to me and people show up. So, like in real life, you like how how fast that thought works in in universe? Because I think sometimes it takes more time. Sometimes it just like coming, yeah, recently like um, at the moment. Yeah, it, it it's uh, normally takes some time. Like uh, that's something I've learned about my work. I need to sit there for an hour to two to to have like my light shine far enough for people to come, and then the flow of people is there, and they will come. And um, that's good. Uh, doing it instantly rarely works. I, I had this, this weird occasions where I really was in shit and, and went into funny states and then my phone suddenly rings and people I was waiting for to call me because I needed a place to sleep were suddenly there after hours of not being there. But uh, those are... Those are rare occasions and you need to be in real distress for the universe to be like, okay, let's make it like this. Uh, yeah, interesting, interesting. And, um, okay, like one, like I have still few few more questions because, for example, first question, is it, uh, if I have like my own tarot, is it okay if I will also share with my experience with someone that's like, oh, I hear that from Tarot or that, or it's better to keep only for yourself? Because, you know, like some, how to say, there are some people who are scared to tell about their plans, like until they happen, or like share with their, like, I don't know, spiritual, for example, experience or something. Is it like, how does it work? Like, is it necessary to keep it for yourself? Or like, if we want to share, we can share. How like it works in that universe? Well, I, I think that you, did you understand my question? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. In general, the, the 
only thing that can keep you from sharing something is your own fear of not being allowed or good enough to share something. So, yeah, <laughs> especially with with everything that involves belief. For me, the the formula is quite simple. If you are too afraid that someone else's opinion can change your belief, you will keep it for yourself. I'm. As I said, this guy, I know I speak my truth and I, I stand for the things I say, so I just go out with them. Um, I, I was running around with a pink unicorn uh, cup for years at work, and um, in today's society, when a guy runs around with a pink unicorn cup, um, that especially from other guys, incites funny reactions, um, let's mm -hmm. put it that way. And I was always having fun with these things because I'm in the camp when a pink unicorn cup for you is something that kind of threatens your manliness the cup isn't the problem and uh, yeah the, that's the same with everything else but does is it possible that someone gonna have a bad eye or something like how that bad eye works in 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 universe or it's it's basically it's not a bad eye in someone but basically on us Mm, uh, that, that constantly happens. Uh, uh, if even if you don't do tarot, I don't know. Uh, you are a girl. How many guys look at you jealous when you walk there with a the guy and uh, are like, oh, I would like to be that guy uh, or whatever. All these little thoughts of, I don't think you deserve your happiness or whatever that we throw at other people. Are, Kind of these evil eyes we talk about and give bad energies to people so that's something you, you even do without doing tarot if, if you just do tarot you get it on a different level from other people but uh, that's the beautiful thing about what i said earlier with purifying your energies because um, they are other people's energies you don't need to carry them the universe knows that so if you tell the universe those other people energy please go home they will go home how to purify that? As I just told you, you really, literally just need to tell the, the universe yeah. mm -hmm. energies that don't serve me go away. Okay. And if you close your eyes and really do that with, with the command of your energies, because you've accepted you are your own energy and in command of your energies, the energies will literally just do that and you will little tingling feelings that make bad energies fly away. Okay, so basically we just have to make a request. That's yes. gonna happen. Okay, that's pretty interesting. Another thing regarding the tarot. Uh, for example, because I think that there are some people who are going too far with spirituality. Uh, now I will explain what I mean. For example, uh, maybe it's not, it's, it's impossible to go too far because like spirituality is like, uh, how to say? Omnipresent? Uh, sorry? Omnipresent? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there are some people who are, I don't know, doing the tarot and they're really like believe on that without making the actions. And uh, there are people who don't believe at all and not trying to find the answers on themselves, just, you know, just doing actions and not trusting the universe, I would say. And like for me, it's very important just to balance, like uh, to understand that it's not like uh, that tarot will show you the future and you will sit and wait until it happens. Uh, but you have to make some actions mm -hmm. because I, I think you understand what I mean, because sometimes people just trying to put the responsibility on something like I don't know some course of meditation they make and they think that something gonna like changed in their life without making an actions uh, and it's like in the opposite there are some people who don't believe at that at all and like don't trust universe and they think that basically that's the ascension just to, to find the balance like to, to make those actions, but also like to see um, how, how it's gonna work and like to trust the universe. Like, am I right or 
Like, is it possible to go too far, like with with that spirituality and just to lose control of everything? Um, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, I, I wouldn't call it going too far with spirituality because what you mean is um, my favorite example is you know Reiki. Yes, yes. It's like like energy healing and. Mm -hmm. um, in the end, when you learn that, you know basics about energy healing and how to keep yourself and others in high vibrational frequencies. So uh, I met this guy along my path to one of the first things he told me was he has a Reiki 2 degree, which is good. Um, but then he lives a quite low vibrational life of being kind of an alcoholic and completely away from the things that he would be enabled to. So that means he took that course to get his degree, but he never integrated the wisdom and knowledge he got from it. And then you have these uh, yeah, situations where your, your theoretical level and your practical level diverge because you never integrated the things you learned. Yeah. And there are lots of those people, yes. <coughs> and Coming from the other end, uh, that, that was more my path, like following my own self and calling without having a course or training to do that and just finding it from that approach, which meant I, I just went through these cycles of changing and integrating, changing and integrating until I found this path on my own. Um, so yeah, because basically we can have the knowledge of something like of our future or like anything but if we are not gonna do anything with that nothing gonna happen right? exactly if you don't integrate what you've learned and thus make sure that what you've learned carries forward in your actions and into your future then you will just run in circles and doing the same things over and over again until you've learned that's kind of how yeah. karma works yeah what do you think about retrograde mercury <laughs> oh, I, I love this guy. Um, um, I'm, I'm very amused about it uh, because um, currently it, it seems like retrograde Mercury is creating a lot of um, tension in relationships with unequal healing states. Let's put it that way. Um, other perspective or, or way to put it, I have lots of women coming at me trying that the guys don't want to heal. And I'm like, yeah, this, that, that's his decision. Um, nobody but him can change that in the end. Uh, that's one of the sad things you learn as a healer. You can be able to heal everything, but as long as the other person isn't willing to heal, it doesn't matter. You know, that's the same words uh, my friend Angelina told me in the podcast. Like, I'm not healing people until they want that. Like, until they want to use that energy. To, to heal themselves because it's not me he healing it's like I'm helping like their energy to heal them yes. because it's it's like in real also world like if someone need a help like the person has to like ask and, or like have the request of the help but some people just prefer to stay in that uh, uh, like in that position that's like yeah i'm like poor guy or poor girl so and it's like they feel comfortable with that and they don't really need the help so yeah uh, the, they would need it in theory but they don't want it because they prefer to have these excuses yeah. that's uh, what i've learned about myself because I, I can give you my hands for 20 minutes and send away everything that isn't you and unfold you as much as you can then you feel liberated for a while but if you decide to just throw yourself into the mud again and crumble everything up it, it just takes two days to revert all of that healing because you don't want it yeah and um, yeah some people just it's it's like having little plush teddies uh, that, that you want to cuddle and hug and you need them. So uh, some of the demons are your plush teddies and you don't want them to be taken away. Yeah, absolutely. 
and uh, I've seen in TikTok that there are some people who are making the tarot like via TikTok I don't know if you've seen that uh, how, how does it work like is it is it like like possible that it's like work in the proper way or like because it's like kind of funny for me like does the tarot has to be like personal to each person or it also can work like while you are watching the YouTube like the tarot for you or um, I haven't watched uh, um, TikTok tarot yet I've heard it's quite popular on TikTok and uh, it's on my to-do list to maybe enter that market too you can you can make um, it uh, for example if if I'll ask you maybe we won't do that maybe we will like to make the tarot like I don't know three parts for people who are listening to that podcast mm -hmm. is it gonna like work somehow in their life how yes. it's um, how it's influenced how it's connected it's it's in the end quite easy it's energy so okay uh, I guess TikTok is, is full of humans so so there will be several people who just got a tarot deck and put cards and, and tell people bullshit. Um, but in the end, if, if you are someone doing tarot reading like me, it just means you connect to an energy and energies are independent of time and space in the end. So it doesn't matter whether you're sitting here or on the other end of the globe. If, if I want to connect to you energetically and you are fine with that, I just connect and the same goes for these kind of um, collective online readings. Uh, I myself have some some uh, YouTube readers that I use for my external input because the amazing thing is um, they just sit there, read a collective energy and do a reading based on that. And um, that means you will have a lot of messages tangled up normally, but some of those messages are meant for you. And... In some cases, whole readings are meant for you, uh, depending on how important it is for the universe to get a message through to you. But um, to, to give an analogy, if you do a collective reading as a tarot reader, you just are like, okay, all those guides from my viewership and following tell me the messages that need to be delivered. And then I separate them in three piles so we can get the people yeah, kind of sent to the right messages in the end. And then you do one mailbox with these messages, one mailbox with those messages, and one with those. And the people will organically find the right messages for them and they will be delivered. So yeah, uh, and especially if it's one-on-one -on -one readings, they easily work remote. Mm -hmm. Okay, so like... It Sometimes it can be bullshit, sometimes not. Yeah, like like with everything. Uh, okay, yeah, it's about the energy. But how to, can like you as a scientist, can you prove somehow that like energies which we explode like to the world, that they works, like that they exist? Is, is there any example like in, in simple way how to explain people that it, it, wor it works? Um, we are in this funny situation where science has stopped at the points where the next steps would kind of give those answers because we are too afraid to get those answers. Um, if you look at quantum physics, there are lots of examples of strange things and mechanisms in the universe on a level that we completely do not understand, like things being a particle and a wave at the same time and having properties of them both while in theory one property excludes the other and uh, that creates funny effects. Um, mm -hmm. And based on these mechanisms I can give you a quite detailed explanation of how tarot and, and in gen general energy healing works based on quantum entanglement and using properties of quantum entanglement and yeah, uh, energetic resonance and, and stuff in the end. It's, not that hard. We 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 just stopped going further because it would be, uh, especially in in the biology department, um, it would be also very costly because a lot of pharmaceutical stuff is based on not going further. Mm -hmm. And um, 
if you look at the rest of science, you can notice quantum was kind of incepted in the early 1900s. Then chemistry picked it up quite quickly. So in the 50s, 60s, we had a stable understanding of quantum chemistry. And the next step would have been to take that knowledge and apply it to biology. But if we do that, pharma collapses, for example, among other things. So we never did that science. For, for some weird reasons, there never was funding and interest to go into questions like, how does quantum chemistry affect our DNA? And um, these days we go a bit into epigenetics, which is kind of going in that direction because uh, we will notice that our genome is kind of a magnetic resonator expressing things based on multidimensional input of energies. And yeah, that's what epigenetics is starting to tell us. But we, we are too afraid to really tap into that because at that point we can realize, hey, it's genes and we can use them to express positive things in our bodies or negative things. Mm -hmm. And the funny truth that people don't tell us is it's up to your command to tell your genes what to do. And that's exactly what you do with all your thoughts all day and everything. So um, that's why, for example, you start looking less old when you start accepting more and, and start treating yourself nice and start telling your genes that way express nice things and you, you become younger again and uh, so so is it possible to, yeah basically I think you are right because for example if today I was when I was coming here I was like well I wear again like some kind of mainly clothes like the jeans the like uh, shorts and I was like yeah basically it's not about how like what I wear it's how I feel if I feel feminine even in, in I don't know in smoking like in smoking but like in suits like men's suit I will like look feminine it's like about how you feel and how you express yourself yes. it's not about like your clothes and like the, the visual part of it it's like still i think people can feel that like energy from from you and that's more important than just clothes yes uh it's kind of the same um if you need your clothes to be pretty, it means you don't feel pretty inside. So the clothes don't help in the end. If you have accepted yourself like you do, you can just radiate out your beauty wearing whatever you want. Yeah. It was like very funny because yesterday I was uh, like watching some Instagram stories and the thing which I've seen, it was like completely un unacceptable for me and I became very angry because, for example, I don't have anything against, I don't know, surgeries or whatever. But I think that the person like uh, have to work, first of all, with themselves, like inside to figure it out and maybe then like make the surgery like just as would say addition like to something like to feel of course like more comfortable with themselves and so on and so on it's like with clothes yeah we can buy like amazing clothes but like after we already feel like good with ourselves and yesterday i've seen the the story of one um, clinic where they say if you want to change your life girl start with your lips <laughs> and i was like like if you want to feel prettier start with that and i was like seriously that's what you want like that's the message you want to to tell to the girls like that it can it's not gonna solve any like problem it's maybe for a while but maybe we have to start like with ourselves like with accepting ourselves and then like we can make that that's like like bigger leaps or whatever but i think we we cannot start from the you know from the outside but like from the inside that's the best like work how it can work right it's like the best way how it can work yes. so 
I would just cross the maybe from that sentence because it, it's not a maybe, it is like it that. Is. And um, in the end, that's, that's one of the uh, absurdest mirrors of today's society because we, we have invented this easy way of uh, how can you fix your outside if your inside isn't in acceptance of yourself. So um, these days it's easier to just book a surgery that will alter your outer appearance based on I give money to change it in whatever way, shape or form someone else tells me looks pretty instead of doing the inner work of accepting yourself as you are. Yeah, because you know also like when I was walking here today and like yesterday I realized yeah, that's what I was saying about the nature that's like it's very unique and it's like very beautiful and it's the same with us like there is no like there is a kind of shape which like someone created with a no hope and people are following it so like they become how to say everyone become beautiful in the same way and there is no unique at all but for example when when you go to see the nature you see how how different is it and how it's like accumulating with each other and like I don't know, it's like all together it works much more beautiful even. So like we have to remember that like, yeah, that's the message I also want to say. That's like we are unique and it's like we have to start like from inside. Like. Mm -hmm. But I would oppose you in one thing. Yeah. People don't become more beautiful by doing that. They become more pretty or aesthetically pleasing or whatever, yeah. but not beautiful because beauty is a package that involves more things than just the shape of your nose or whatever. It's yeah. something that includes the inside and all the other yes. layers too. Yes, please remember about it, dear listeners. Uh, is, it, is it possible to get one card for our listeners? Um, I, I, I need to dig in the depth of my... Yeah, if it's possible, of course, I want to push. <laughs> so I, I think like it will become, you know, more intimate maybe for our listeners, like when that's when we will get the special card for you. Okay. <laughs> so guys, get prepared. So let's grab one card as a message for the listeners. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> Because um, it's, it's the perfect two cards uh, matching this, this whole podcast. In the end, the message is, if you follow what we talked about, you will find liberation and can lose these change and just, just enjoy the trumpets in heaven because you found your strength. Yeah. Okay, cool. And so like that card, like if they, how, how they match well, this is judgment, which is this, this point of self-liberation and losing your chains and, and being free. Yeah. And this one is strength, which stands for this inner strength you gain from going through all the struggles and learning. Yes, there are all these struggles I'm going through, but they only make me stronger. And since there were lots of struggles, I gained lots of strengths. And that's what the universe gave me by having me go through all these challenges. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and... How how to like don't believe to that like it's it's just you know you know you know what I mean okay yes uh, that's so funny um, every person so far that came to me asking like how's this legit was convinced after the first one or two cards that I drew and just was like yeah here uh, this yeah. I, I mean you, you, you know this game you, you had it I, I pulled the card and then I know things about you that a random stranger shouldn't know 100% it was like the perfect you know uh, the perfect match and it's different from everyone uh, okay the last question it's kind of controversial Ooh, I love controversial <laughs> questions sex or tarot Why do they exclude each other? <laughs> it's just like our, you know, uh, question like from the magazine, but which we always let, ask. Let me put it that way. Uh, random sex and tarot don't work with each other because uh, 
this whole tarot game only really works when you keep your energies clean and that doesn't work with having just random sex with everyone because that's kind of the deepest way to exchange energies and the most persistent ones. So uh, you, you need to be very selective about that one if you want to follow the profession which uh, I, I chose. think even with, with the profession which you have or without, like we have to be selective. We should, yes, yeah. uh, uh, definitely. That, that's one of the big points we keep missing. But um, I, I, I have the point of I, I'm kind of bound to follow those kinds of rules because I, I want to keep doing this job. It's too much fun. Yeah. Well, in this case, it's tarot. Tarot, okay, yay. <laughs> okay, that's that's it. Thank you for the podcast. I even don't remember what we were talking about because it was like an amazing flow we had. I will listen to that again. I'm looking forward to it. It was yeah, lots thank of you fun. so much. Yeah, like I've, I've really enjoyed it. Done, 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 done. Thanks.